Listening Dog Media. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the hot mess mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our hot mess mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Peck. And I'm Jenny Powell. And we are so, so excited. This lady is a friend of the podcast. She's been on numerous times before. We're very lucky uh, to have her support. And it's wonderful to have her back. It is Lindsay, Queen of Clean. Hello. Hello. Morning, ladies. Oh, so first of all, I have to say, you look gorgeous at the um, NTAs. Oh, do you know what, Jenny? It was... It was so out of my comfort zone. It's not what I do, do you know what I mean? And I was so nervous and I didn't feel I'd been dressed right or my makeup was right. So do you know what? It's been a bit, although it was a really positive experience, I've been feeling really negative about it as well. But I think next time I just need to go with me and not be dressed by somebody. Do you know what I mean? We are working with Kuka over this whole series and we'll be showing you the difference having one of their incredible taps can make to your home life. Later in the show, we'll be talking all about having a Kuka tap in the home and how it can help us stop wasting as much electricity, especially when it comes to cooking and doing the washing up. For more information, visit kuka.co.uk and that is spelt Q-U-O-O-K-E-R over sort of uh, years of having a stylist or makeup artist, you know, and all that sort of thing, uh, the build-up for those kind of dudes as well, you feel pressured and, and half the time you're told, you know, you, you know you're going to wear this, uh, so-and-so's going to do your face for you, or even if you're not told, you feel obliged to do all that. Um, and you know what? After 36 years, Lindsay, I just do it myself. Exactly. Do you know what? If I ever go again, I totally agree. As Lindsay, do you know what? I'm a I'm a trainer's girl. I'm quite a casual girl, and to put on this big sparkle, I felt restricted. You know, and my makeup wasn't right. I just felt not me, and I could not relax all night. Um, But on the plus side, you know, some really lovely people that I got to meet, and some real big celebrities who you think wouldn't give you the time of day were actually lovely. But I found a lot of the reality stars made me feel quite uncomfortable because they're so glamorous. They're all so thin. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, keep away. <laughs> but that's that's what that's all they do though. Yeah, it's it's so easy for some of them. But you're very glamorous as well. You also look absolutely beautiful in all your posts. And I love the fact you're also you're very much a dress girl, aren't you? With your dress and trainers. Yeah, your dresses lovely dresses and trainers, that you wear. You know. Yeah, that's your style, and you look amazing. I, and I'm so glad that you you made an impression. And the and, and you know what, Lindsay, those big celebrity dudes, all the right people will come up to you. That's what you need to know. 
all the right people, the ones that surprised you as well. They're the, the but they are the right people. I could probably tell you. I could. I bet I know who would have come up to you as well, and who wouldn't have. Uh, yeah. But did uh, did Holly and Phil get booed? Yeah. Do you know what? It was awful for them. Do you know what? It was it was horrible to see. Do you know what I mean? The booing was quite immense. And you know, and do you know what? I I meet Holly on camera, you know, and she's very professional. You know, she's always says hello, but she's very professional. So I feel like I don't quite break her down. But the NTAs, I must admit, she was absolutely gorgeous to me. So lovely, so welcoming. I saw her in a completely different light, which was lovely. And Phil was quite sort of at the back, but I just thought the booze were unnecessary. Do you know what? They did what they did, or there's all these different rumours. There's no need to boo people and make people feel awful, is there? You know, just keep your mouth shut, be professional. Mm. None of us are saying anything. It, it's a difficult one. It, we went, mm. no, it's a difficult one. I think it's it, it's divided everybody. Ha- it has divided everybody. But I, I was pleased. I was really pleased to see you there um, and all the lovely pictures. And as far as I was concerned, I thought, wow, she looks amazing. But I get what you're saying. Um, and, uh, you know, next time round, yeah, you do your you do your thing if that makes you feel more comfortable. Because, you know, it should be a night like that you really want to enjoy and feel feel comfortable in. The Hot Mess Mums. Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. I reckon at this time of the year, it's a nightmare for mums because summer, we've all been outside, we've all been on holiday, we've not been maybe focusing so much on being in all the time and what our house looks like. And then the winter comes and we want it to be nice. We get a bit more homely again. And especially if you've got kids, you're just full of clutter everywhere. And and it's where to start with all that kind of stuff, isn't it, I think? You know, uh, we had a couple of questions in for you. And Lisa, her first question was, where do you start? <laughs> Which I think is really good. You know, so where would you start with the whole decluttering process? Um, so I, I basically think, you know, this time of year, we're transitioning our homes from summer to autumn. You know, so we want to do things like grab your cushion covers like this and change them, make them more autumnal and do little things like that that give your home a new lift. But take your time, break it down, small spaces at a time. If we're all busy, let's be honest, most of us work ridiculous hours these times or we're looking after children. The last thing we want to do is open a wardrobe and declutter it, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah. I think when it comes to like, look at your wardrobe and think, right, I'm going to do all my dresses today. Just do your dresses. Don't put that pressure on yourself. Tomorrow, do your jeans. You know, find 10 minutes here and there and just do minimal tasks as and when you can. Because I think if you say to yourself, oh, this weekend, me and my family are going to declutter the whole house, open every cupboard. What a weekend that's going to be. Yeah. You know, no one's going to have any enjoyment. So I just think, you know, do it as and when you can, you know, in between Zoom meetings, if you're working from home, go and open the, the coffee cupboard, for example, in the kitchen, quickly get it all out, give it a wipe put it all back and then you're going to feel that sense of achievement. You're going to tick something off your list and then you might be more inclined tomorrow to go, right, let's do the tin food today. Let's do the saucepans the next day. And anything that you've not used, slightly damaged, you know you won't benefit from it. Get it out your house. Don't hold on to clutter. And the biggest thing is, is that someone else can benefit from your rubbish. They always say that. It might be rubbish to you, but it could be gold to somebody else. So that frying pan you've never touched Go and give it to someone, list it on a a local selling page, you know, do things like that to give you a sense that you're doing something for other people as well. Just don't hold on to it. Clutter's not good for you mentally. You know, when you clean your brain up with all the things you've got to do, you feel 
very overwhelmed so that your house feels the same. If you're sat in a lounge and it's full of newspapers, candles that have been burnt out, all of yeah. them, hey, get them out. Yeah. Don't stare at them. Yeah. You know, that seems so simple and it, it's, it so makes sense to me. Now you say it and all those things, as you were saying it, I was, th- I was thinking about a frying pan before you, I thought I've got about three. Why have I got three frying pans? Yeah, you probably have your favourite, don't you? Every time you go to use a frying pan, you just get the top one out. Another two yeah. the other. Get them out. Absolutely. And the candle thing is so true when you've got the, and sometimes I've got the candle holders with the, the little, the little one things in the, in the, you know, the little things from, yeah, you only get a bag of them, don't you, for about 400 of them for about 20 quid. Um, and um, all those, I think, gosh, I've got loads of them lying around. And I think you're right. I do that whole wardrobe thing, and it's true. You think you're going to do it all in one go, and then you stop halfway through, and it's just everywhere. And you've made piles everywhere, and you think, why did I? That's the classic one where you go, why did I start this when I knew I couldn't finish it? So to just compartmentalise, I think that's a great idea and do like dresses or jeans or shoes or whatever first. What a great idea. And then I always say as well, so when you put it into a bag ready to take to the charity shop or, you know, to yeah. give to someone, don't leave it in the hallway or leave it by the back door. Put it in the boot of your car, take it to the Get it done. Or go straight to that charity shop. Otherwise it will sit there for six months. You know, no, you're right. people that message me and they go, put it in the boot, Lindsay, three months ago, the bag's still there. That's me. I've got loads in my boot. I always believe start the, if you live in a house with stairs, maybe three story, two story, always start at the top and work your way down. That way you're bringing the rubbish and the clutter down with you rather than taking it upstairs. So if you're in the top bedroom, bring it down, get it out. So, And if you're in a room and you've got a shelving unit, start on the top shelf, work your way down. Okay. And what's the, the thing for me is, right, it, I've, my visualisation, I've got it now because I still haven't done it, is just to get one of these mini skips. Like, and have it, just have it, if, I, if I've got a mini skip and it's sitting there, I know I'm going to fill it and I have to fill it. And it's obviously really convenient. I know it's obviously an expense, but sometimes I do think, if you can, that the sort of mini, are there any sort of like, I don't know, equivalents or things I don't know about that's, that's like a mini skit where I can just, if I know they've got that outside, I think I'd, I'd shift so much more. I had one once, it was brilliant, it was the best thing we had. I was just chucking everything. Yeah. My husband yeah. Well. But, you know, that's the beauty yeah. of them. But what I think is quite good is, you know, every so often through the letterbox, you'll get like a plastic carrier bag for a charity shop, whether it'll be, and then on it, it's got coming back Wednesday or Thursday. That's quite motivational because you can quickly fill it up, tie it up, leave it out the front of your house, knowing it's going that day. So it sort of saves you, you know, going to the charity shop or going to the local, you know, hospice or wherever. So I think those bags are quite motivational. You just need to make sure no one walks by and steals them. That's the problem. (laughs) They go into the wrong hands. But yeah, I think tips are great. And do you know what? If you've got a lot of clutter, to hire one for a weekend would be amazing. And I thought to save on costs, you could, if you, you know, you could share it, couldn't you, with your neighbour or something? My neighbours are going to move soon, uh, which I'm actually mortified about. <laughs> but I was actually considering saying to them, "Look, do you want to go halves?" And well, you know, we'll share the skip. Definitely, that's a really good idea. And I say that a lot with carpet cleaners as well, because this time of year, you know, four times a year, I think you should clean your carpets. You know, that seasonal transition. And if you hire one, say, from a supermarket or you buy one, 
share it with a neighbor, a friend across the road or a local family member, then you're splitting that cost. Just makes it more cost effective. Why go and hire it if it's just for one small room? You might as well split that cost with someone. Yeah, I did that with my best friend. Yeah, we bought a a vacuum cleaner, but it sucks up everything. Yeah, shampoo carpet cleaner. And um, yeah, it was a bit pricey, but again, yeah, we split it. And then he takes it, you know, half the year and I yeah, take it from the other sense, half. It makes sense, doesn't it? Just to, to use the resources that are around you. You know, we're in an economic crisis and not everybody's got disposable income. So do what you can, share with people. And sharing a skip this time of year would be heaven for someone like me. <laughs> I was going to ask, Lindsay, for a lot of, of mums, especially for me as well, and I know this, that the kids kind of litter all the shelves so in my kitchen, I've got two big windows and, and I like everything empty. So it looks really neat and you can just clean it, wipe it, dust it, whatever. But when you've got small kids in particular and a husband that, I don't know, in his pockets, he carries change, screwdrivers. Uh, what else does daddy have? He has all sorts of shit, basically. Uh, ship. Uh, ship, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. There's a hot mess mum moment right there. There we go, everyone. We've all done it. You know, let her off. Sorry, he. Your mum's talking about big boats again. Yeah. Yeah, what about that ship? That ship that that was on. All that ship rubbish that he has in his pockets. All the ships he carries around with him. Yeah. 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 Um, screwdrivers. screwdrivers yeah screwdrivers yeah. and and they litter all the sh- everywhere all the the sideboards the shelves and, everything and i just i get so mad it, is there anything that any of us hot best moms can do mommy. just hang on a minute to stop to stop that clutter and them doing that apart from obviously you know living on our <laughs> own what what can you do because it just it looks is. so untidy yeah, yeah it, it feels up and i i get loads of um ladies message me that the kitchen island seems to be like a dumping ground these days we've all got these lovely islands in our kitchen, and it's just rubbish after rubbish isn't it odds and ends so I think the best way you can do it is you can get like in a stationery shop and get like an A4 box with a lid that you can get them in pretty colours you know pale pinks blues um kiddie pride ones and just put that on the island or in that clutter zone and just put everything that's clutter in there so all the odds and ends um, their crayons and colouring books and their, I don't know, Play-Doh, whatever they've got these days. And just have a box. So at the end of the day, it all goes into the box. Put the box to the side, you know, put it in a cupboard if you've got room. Or you can just leave it out if necessary. But I just think having little boxes that look neat and tidy just will get rid of that stuff. Because, uh, you know, it, it's odds. I mean, we've all got that drawer, haven't we, with batteries, drawing pins, bits of string birthday candles god knows what in everybody's got a junk drawer but i think people are migrating the junk to the kitchen island and surfaces yeah i've i've got i've got about three ships in my drawer three ships at least (laughs) a tugboat a tugboat a ferry i've got you two go and play in there because i want to tell jenny and Lindsay something but i need to tell them on my own off you go off my back our hot mess mums telling it like it is kelly peg with jenny powell We're working with KUKA throughout this series. KUKA taps are a brilliant addition to any family home. Having one in the kitchen gives you quick and easy access to boiling water. Plus, they're kind to the environment, only using the exact amount of water needed every time. 
Cooker taps use less energy than boiling and reboiling the kettle whenever you need hot water too. The whole tank is heated using just 10 watts of electricity. The cooker tap reduces water and power waste and saves busy mums time when making their morning cup of coffee, washing up and cooking their kids' tea. So to learn more about Cooker, visit their website, cooker.co.uk, spelled Q-U-O-O-K-E-R. Kelly Pegg, Jenny Powell, Hot Mess Mums. My friend Ruth, we were all in her car. There was me and her, there was Heath in the back and her son, who's a year older than Heath, he's six. And she was parallel parking in this space and she just lost it and she went, fuck's sake. And both boys in the back went, sake and then they both went what does fuck mean (laughs) I was like oh my god and she went I just forgot they were there I just forgot they were there that's what I said and she got really upset you just forget don't you oh totally but what does it mean I don't know (laughs) (laughs) it means I'm a hot mess mum I mean to be fair Lindsay I know you're here to talk about cleaning up things and I think we should be cleaning up Kelly's language I don't know about you <laughs> it's modern day life so lovely Lindsay how are you I always like I, I I always think about you and I always how are you and how are the kids I'm really well thank you really well still living in the, the bubble of the cleaning land which is what I sort of yeah it. but I think I'm also very aware that the bubble can burst so I need to keep fresh ideas keep you know keep keep doing different things stepping outside my comfort zone yeah um obviously I want to maintain who I am and where I am yes it's easy because I don't know what you guys see like with Instagram Facebook and TikTok I mean I'm just not TikTok savvy at all people that are growing massively and then when you don't seem to grow it it's really horrible you're like what am I doing wrong but I just think consistency, staying in your own lane, being true to yourself is the answer. Yeah, absolutely. And it is a pressure because things are changing all the time, aren't they? All the time. And it's sort of staying current and staying on top of it all when, um, you know, it's such a, like you say, even going to those awards and you see all these, you know, there's now a different, there's a different gang of people on board now. We sort of like, you know, this whole influencer sort of land that we're in, you know, and we've all had to dip in and out of it. And it's, uh, it's very... It's interesting because you say keeping your lane, but that lane, it has its little diversions now to keep us all going, doesn't it? And I know, you know, you're a, you're a lovely lady and you're a sensitive lady and you're real. So, you know, I always think, you know, you'll always be absolutely fine. I know it. Um, and I just think sometimes you don't give yourself credit when it's due. That's, you know, I do sometimes. It's like when you are in the influence lane, you feel like you have to share everything yes, as well. Yeah. If you don't share something, people are like, if you have a couple of days off, they're like, where are you? What's happening? Yeah. What's going on? And you're like, I just need a break from my phone. But sometimes you feel like you just have to post. I'm going to the loo. Like, it's that content, you know? It's just, it's very pressurised, very pressurised. And obviously TV is is up and down. One week, one month you're wanted every week and then it goes really quiet. So you then become quite miserable when you're like, what have I done wrong? And then it gets busy again. There's no sort of, you just don't know where you are from one day to the next, which I do struggle with sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you were saying you were dealing with trolls as well. I mean, I don't, I do have some and I just answer them back and that's it. They get really shocked. But, you know, again. I can imagine you yeah. a troll, Jenny. I think you'd be the perfect person to deal with trolls because you'd be like, oh, Uh, who gives a shit exactly exactly and I think that is the point but I think 
if you're having one of those days where you get up in the morning and maybe you're not feeling quite yourself, and then you open a child gets to you. Yeah. Yeah. But if you get up in the morning and you're all happy, it's a different. You just, it, it depends what mood you're in. It's incredibly sad that someone has to sit behind a screen or a keyboard and hide and, and be really mean to someone else because they're so unhappy with their own life. And and, it, and it's it's a real thing, you know, and I, I say this all the time. I say it to my kids a lot and a lot of my younger friends as well. When someone behaves towards you in a way that is most unpleasant or, or not fair, it really is about them and how they feel about themselves, not you. And it, it it's so hard, though, to get on board with that and to get your head around it because we all take things to heart and we take it personally. But it really is about that particular person, isn't it? You know, I just think... It's so sad. It is. It's, yeah, it's and I awful. always feel sorry. Sometimes I'll message them back and I'll just say, look, are you okay? Do you want any help? You know, obviously you're not in a good place. I ask them yeah. to be negative about someone. I mean, we all, we watch the telly sometimes. You might watch a, a drama series and there's a character in it that you think, oh my God, they're so irritating. But you'd never go out of your way to find that person and troll them. You'd go and make a cup of tea or you'd watch something else. So why do people invest in your life if they hate you? They watch everything we do. It's like they are actually in awe of us. They don't hate us. They make out they hate us. Why are they watching us? It's really weird. Weird. I think women get it more than men as well. I'm not massive on social media, so it's different for me. I don't get it on, on Instagram or anything. My personal account's now private. Um, which I did recently for for some reasons, and uh, so I prefer that. Hot Mess Mums obviously is a public platform, but you, you know it, it's it's not huge. We don't we don't get that at the moment, which is quite nice. But I've had it um, a few years ago, quite a while ago. You know, in radio, you were you had to be on Facebook. Facebook was a big thing then, and you had to have a, a show page and all of that. And what I found was that the women, for me as a female presenter, you would get attacked quite a lot. And it was really nasty. And I mean, nasty about how you looked. And it was nasty about the things you were saying on the radio because they were listening. They didn't like you. They hated you, apparently, but they'd listened to you. And when you'd said things about your personal life or your family, they would write abusive comments on the Facebook page about your family. Um, and even my kid, Ava Lily, got mentioned a few times. I remember that when we were living in Newcastle. It was, it was awful. And what I found was the male presenter got very little but it was always me. And on a different level, I remember um, Fern Cotton talking about how she got a similar thing at Radio 1, where she just got so much abuse all the time on, on, their, on their social media, and it really took her apart. And I, I do think women are bigger targets. Um, and what shocked me was that those comments that I used to read about myself were from women. And I used to think, wow. Who does that? As a female, who goes out of their way to pull another woman down? You know, there's some people that perhaps I wouldn't listen to on the radio. I don't tell them. I don't, I just don't listen. <laughs> you know, I don't need to be abusive towards them. And I think in, in your head, you sort of imagine a troll to be someone maybe sat at home, no family, quite miserable. You have this image of a little troll, don't you? But most of the time, the people that have trolled me have absolutely... They've got beautiful homes. They've got nice families. They've got kids that have graduated to university and things. And you think to yourself, why are you trolling? You're coming across as a professional lady in business, but you're out there trolling. And it's school teachers. I get trolled by a lot of school teachers and social workers. And you're like, oh, my God, you're in a position of trust, 
a position of power, but you're a troll. It makes no sense. And I just think there's always someone in life that you don't take to. It's not quite your cup of tea. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you just distance yourself from that person. Yeah. But you're never cruel. You're never Absolutely. You never let them know that you've got a bit of a negative no. feeling about them. You just walk away. But, you know, it's, it, it, it comes with the job, doesn't it, unfortunately? If you're in the public eye. It well, does. It, it comes with the territory. And, you know. I, mean, I think it. Yeah, and people deal with it differently. And there are some days where, you know, I will respond and I'll actually have a chuckle about it. And there's other days when I don't even look because I think, ah, oh, I know what's coming. I know what's coming, yeah. so I'm not even going to look. It's funny, one of the ones is um, the male online who seem to be, I don't know, they must be really bored because there's no one else. I, I could do one, like I could pick my nose. Well, actually, you would do that. You would put that in the paper. But, you know, I could just sometimes just breathe and then there it is. I was like, oh, I'm in again. But uh, the comments of that, I've never read them ever because I, I just know, you know, it's, I, you know, nobody, it's not rocket science. So I've never ever read the comments. My daughters have, or you know, friends said, "Oh, have you read?" I said, "No." I said, well, "I don't care either." I didn't put, even put that out there uh, on the man like they did, and I said, "I'm certainly going to look at not look at the responses," you know. So, you know, there are ways of dealing with these things, and it just depends. Exactly. And, you know, what you don't know doesn't hurt you, does it? You know. Yeah, it doesn't bother you. I always think, you know, go back to school. You know, when you were at primary school, you're in the playground, and you was with a little group of girls, and there were other groups of girls, and they could have been talking about you, your hair clip. If you didn't know about it, it didn't bother you. Absolutely. And I think yeah, the same thing. And I think like you're right. Don't read the comments. The problem with me is my inbox is a is a place for people to come for advice. Yes. And tips. Yeah. And I want to help those people. I want to answer them. And whenever you click, you don't know what you're going to get. Is no, it a it's tricky. Person? Yeah. Is it someone that's low and just needs a conversation with someone? Or is it a troll? So you have to, you I have, have to, to think of everything. Yes, yeah. always answer my inbox the best I can and just see what's there. It's a huge problem, though, not just with people on a platform. I think this behaviour is filtering down to young people and teenagers. And, you know, we hear about this a lot. The, the trolling of, of kids as well, doing it to other kids at school. And, you know, it, it's huge. It's just because people feel they can attack anybody now. They can say anything they want because all they have to do is it's a click of a button, you know, and we're watching each other's lives. So it is a huge thing. With you, Lindsay, I wonder whether, you know, you could get a PA or somebody so they could go through your messages and, you know, you don't have to deal with that. I know people that have done things like that before to take that onus off them. So they're not they're not seeing it. It's very hard not to read it. Yeah, I thought about it, but I just think I I want I want to be at the back end for my audience. I want to be yeah. that voice. Yeah, you know, and you know what? You know, I'm quite thick skinned now. A couple of years ago, I wasn't, but now I'm just like, oh, if you don't like me, just go away. I don't care. I've got enough people that do like me. It's like five percent of your followers that don't really like you. Who cares? Do you know what I mean? But I bet if they saw you in the street. I'd come up to you and be like, oh, hello, hello. Oh, 100%. And they could never say it to your face either. And and that's the thing, isn't it? These people won't. A very good friend of mine who's been on the podcast, she's an empowerment coach called Jill Ritchie. She's just embarked on a 10-day spiritual journey to Bali. Um, her mum had a 19-year battle with cancer and she lost her recently. And so this Bali trip was calling her and she wanted to do it. 
and she wanted to blog and vlog and show other mums and women that, you know, she, she's gone on her own. Her husband and two sons are back in, in Scotland. And this is, is something she felt she needed to do, a calling. And she just wanted to inspire other women to say that you can do these things. You can leave the home. You don't, you know, go on these spiritual journeys for you. And you don't always have to take the kids and it's not always about them. And it's amazing what she's doing. And she's been in some some papers, some newspapers, media, national media. And she messaged me from Bali. And I know she won't mind me saying this uh, last week. And she was quite upset because on those comment boxes, she'd got a hell of abuse about how she was a bad mother and a bad wife. And doing this, and I said, listen, you know, do not read those comments said, for God's sake, don't look at those comment boxes. I said, they shouldn't even be there because they're an open door to people that want to be vile. Just don't read yeah. them. And I think also when she's when she's far away like that, sort of disconnected from everyone, it's been much worse. So she've, you've given her absolutely 100% the right advice. But, you know, whatever she would have done, whether she would have stayed at home and sort of, you know, been... It, I don't know, locked in a bedroom and sort of grieving for it. Whatever she would have done, it would have would have happened as well. So it's uh, it's just a, it's just the way the world is, and um, you know, it's it's now a, a, a sort of. I think we've got to look at well, it happened. So how do we all cope with it? And you're absolutely yeah. right. Just ignore it. Yeah, and support. Always yeah, support. and I just think going back to what you said about children in schools and stuff, maybe there should be a bit more education with children about how to do. Because it's going to happen, it's not going to stop. But how to it is, with it, you know, yeah. how to be a stronger individual, how to cope with the messages, yeah, you know. And I remember, like, when my daughters were at primary school, and I let them on Instagram in year six, very reluctantly, and I was watching everything, and they're rating each other out of ten: who's the prettiest in yeah. the year, who's the best, you know. And I was like, don't get involved because this isn't good. Yeah. You know, it's not trolling, but it's not good to be thinking mm-hmm. that way, is it? No. Cool having it written for everybody to see because whoever's at the bottom is going to feel awful it's yeah. horrible it is it's, it's awful it's it's really nasty Ava Lily's had a terrible time lately with bullies at school and a really unpleasant girl that's gone out of her way to make her feel sad and that's not even using social media so I dread to think once this girl starts on Instagram and thinks what she's gonna be like and I think it needs to be on the curriculum you know because we do need to find ways of handling it yeah, because we're yeah. grown women and we're talking about it and saying it's, it's difficult. Yeah. So how how are they supposed to cope with it? You know, this is the day and age we're living in. We're on social media. So then it needs to be on the curriculum, I think. Um, it's very sad. As women, I find it really sad. I think we, we just need to support each other more and lift each other more. Exactly. And, yeah. You know, your podcast is something that, you know, you can listen to if you're on a dog walk and you're feeling a bit miserable and you two, bang, make you feel so much better. And there's positive things like this that we can do, you know. You're never alone. No. The other side of social media is you can always find a friend if you're feeling lonely. You can always jump into somebody's inbox, listen to a podcast, you know, read a blog post. There's always people around you. So there is a real positive side to this as well. We just need to keep away from the negative Nancys. Don't we? Yeah. Negative Nancys, I do like that. From our lovely, from lovely Lindsay, the one and only. Yeah, uh, yeah, and we have to say thank you so much as usual because um, you're you're our best friend here on the Hot Mess Mums Club. I think. Would you say you are? You are B. What is it? BFF. I think Jenny and I'd only just got together when we first yeah. met you. So special times. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Thanks to Kuka for sponsoring this episode. 
Their taps are great for saving energy as well as time. And when you add a sparkling water cube to your tap, you'll be doing your bet in cutting down on plastic waste as you'll never need to pop out for a bottle of sparkling water ever again. I love it. And the sparkling water tastes amazing. Uh, for more information, visit cougar.co.uk, spelled Q-U-O-O-K-E-R. 